Welcome to the Green Feed Podcast. I am your host, Robert. All right, folks, we got a really fun episode today. We are going to be talking about Callaway Epic drivers hit the USGA list. We got PXG driver hitting the USGA list. And Sim 2 from TaylorMade hits the USGA list with fairways and irons and hybrids. So we're going to dig into all of that this episode. So we got a lot to talk about. Let's get going. All right, so I hope you had a wonderful New Year holiday season with your family. I know we had a good one. Um, we had uh, some exposure to some some COVID, so we had to put it off until a couple of days ago. So better late than never to celebrate Christmas. I had a great New Year's, and I uh, hope you did as well. So like I start every episode, we are going to talk about bourbon of the day, and I am actually drinking a Christmas gift today. I am drinking a Garrison Brothers single barrel hand selection, like a store selection, for a bar that a, that my one of my dad's friends has. Uh, he went down and he hand selected these barrels, so um, pretty cool. Pretty cool to get a uh, get a bottle of that. Very very nice uh, bourbon here. So um, yeah. Pour one out while you uh, pour one out. Have one while you listen to the podcast, and we talk about some fun stuff. So let's go ahead and start with the Callaway Epic lineup that hit the USGA list this week. Um, it was this week, yes. I want to say it was like the fourth. So yeah, earlier this week it hit the list, and we have a full driver lineup here. So we'll go over the full driver lineup and then kind of what each one does. And uh, go from there. So we're going to start with the Epic Speed. So the Epic Speed was the first one to hit the USGA list. Then we also have a Epic Speed Triple Diamond. If you know anything about Callaway drivers, Triple Diamond is more of a tour issue type thing. Where the guys on tour get it. It's a little bit different shape. um, Much lower spin. We'll get into some of that here in a second as well. Then you have the Epic Max, which is actually the one that I showed on my Instagram page and on Twitter a couple of weeks ago and that I actually talked about. Uh, The Max is, it appears to be kind of a, uh, the most forgiving and the one in the lineup that is going to be more draw bias than anything else. And then finally we have the Epic Max LS. LS is typically the low spin model, so there are probably some features in that that we can talk about in regards to the uh, low spin capabilities and that the fact that that's probably the one for the better player. So the first one we're going to start with is the Epic Speed. We'll talk about some of the things that kind of make these drivers similar and then kind of make them all different. So the first thing I want to I'm going to brag on myself here for a for a split for a split second. So a few weeks ago, I saw a leaked image of this Callaway driver. Haven't got to see it in person. Haven't got um, my hands on it, anything like that. I'm, I'm just a, just a normal everyday guy, but um, some of the larger websites have definitely seen this driver. I don't want to, I don't want to say ones in particular, but all the major ones have gotten their hands on this driver. They're going to be able to do a review the day the embargo is lifted. Um, they're, they've hit it. 
they've taken pictures of it. They've done all that. And so they have a pretty good idea of what is coming down the pipeline for, for you guys. Me, I saw a leaked picture. I decided to wildly speculate on it. And so some of the things that I pointed out, I did notice on uh, Golf WRX's write-up of the of the uh, driver. So I know, I don't know for a fact, but I have a pretty good idea that they've already received it and they know some of the talking points and press release info that is going to be on this driver. And I didn't. And I just pointed out that looks like jailbreak is getting a big time, uh, big time revamp. We're going to see a revamp of the uh, jailbreak and then also the use of carbon fiber in the toe of the club and what that kind of means for the design of the club as well. And so it was very validating for me to to see that my my analysis of it is the same as people who have had it in their hands and kind of know some of the talking points. So the the biggest piece of technology that we are going to see with the Epic drivers and Callaway's already promoting this is a revamped uh, jailbreak. So jailbreak used to be two bars that kind of connected um, the the crown and the and the sole of the driver to kind of give it a little bit more um, a solid bounce a, a solid piece. It kind of made it into one piece, so it uh, really reinforced the face and and allowed allowed these guys to really increase their ball speeds. And now what Callaway has done. With some technology down here at the bottom, it went from two where it was two bars to now there's four attachment points for jailbreak on the bottom. And I noticed that and I was like, we're going to see something crazy with it. And what Callaway has done is they've actually made jailbreak instead of being two bars, they've actually made it a frame. If you go to Callaway's um, social media sites, you'll actually see um, their newest player, John Rom, as well as Phil Mickelson are actually holding up this little tiny like plastic looking frame and their eyeballs in the middle of it. That's the new jailbreak frame that Callaway is going to be is going to be using with this. So what that does is that really is going to help increase their ball speeds. So this first model, the Epic Speed, is definitely their um, do-it-all kind of driver. So it has a weight in the back. There's no adjustable weight on this at all. Um, you are going to get an adjustable hosel, but it is interesting that there is no adjustable weight to go from the toe or down to the heel in this driver at all. That is um, very interesting. The Rogue has been that way. Um, the Rogue, the Maverick, things like that, um, that kind of lineup has been that way for a while. But the Epic lineup has always been one that is um, one that you can use a lot of adjustment and uh, do a lot of things. So it is interesting that their their uh, their main one, the Epic Speed. Uh, the one that's going to be fit most players. Pretty interesting that it doesn't have the uh, adjustable weight. A lot of companies are moving away from that. We see that with the new uh, TaylorMade driver. Shrixon has like one flippable weight. Um, Titleist finally puts it in their driver, right? So that's kind of funny that Titleist finally puts a big time sliding adjustable weight in their driver and everybody else goes away from it. So um, interesting to see that in this driver. The next model was the triple the uh, triple diamond head that came out. Um, the big difference between that and the regular speed, you don't have the adjustable weight on the back, but you do have a weight in the front. And what that does is it um, it will just allow the center of gravity to be pushed forward. It's going to help um, 
lower that spin for the tour guys. Um, a lot of people can get their hands on a triple diamond, but not a lot of people actually should be using it. Um, but it's mainly a tour thing. You're going to see it out on tour this week, um, probably this weekend somewhere. Um, in some guys back. So interesting to see that hit the USGA list. Probably not going to come to retail. It'd be really cool if it did um, for a lot of guys. It's got a much more compact shape, things like that. But probably not coming to retail. Then we have the Epic Max. That's actually the one that I was able to get that picture of the uh, that leaked image. I was able to see that. And it was actually the Max that we got a, got a preview of. And the Max was... Um, it has always been kind of geared towards the player who could use a little bit more help in getting the ball to turn uh, right to left. Uh, just a little bit more draw bias. That's for a right-hander, obviously. Um, more of a draw bias club. This one doesn't look like it has much offset, and the weight isn't f solid in the heel. So this could just be their most forgiving low center gravity, almost like a... Um, Almost like a uh, Ping G410 Plus, um, not the not the L, uh, SFT, but more of a Plus. One that is a very nice, solid driver. Max MOI, max forgiveness, things like that. You may get a little bit more um, spin with it, but it's got uh, the weight will go further down into the heel than it does the toe. Uh, things of that nature. So definitely something that is um, interesting to see that there's no like real draw bias driver in this lineup. And then finally, we have the Epic Max LS. Now, rumor has it online that this is probably the most player-centric um, driver that we are going to see from Callaway this year. That's not that triple, that triple diamond or whatever that is. So everything everyone's saying is that this has the most compact head and the most player-shaped head of, of all the drivers that they've seen. Now, what's really interesting is the weight track back here in the back is much smaller than it is on the regular Max, giving you less opportunity and less weight to move around. So that could be the fact that you don't need much help if you're playing the LS model, that low spin model. It could also be that they wanted to save the weight on that track. Um, that track is a very heavy piece of machinery to go in the club. Maybe they wanted to save some extra weight there, move it towards the front to really give it that low spin that they are going for with this Max LS. It's going to be really interesting to see how they promote this. But my thought, like I said, is that the Max LS is going to be the better player club the max is going to be kind of the maximum MOI, things like that. And then the speed's going to kind of be the one for everybody, if that if that makes sense. So it's it's a very nice-looking lineup from Callaway. It's going to be really fun to see how they are uh, how they are promoted, how they are marketed, and to see what this jailbreak speed frame actually does. It says AI on it, so I'm assuming that it's a computer-generated and engineered, things like that. So it's going to be really cool to see how Callaway keeps using their AI technology that they promoted so heavily in the Maverick. It's going to be very interesting to watch that develop into this next epic driver it's really cool what they're doing so i'm really excited to see where it heads all right so the next club we're going to talk about is from a company that 
um, has always been very high end, very, very high end things, always really expensive, always really nice stuff. If you are into it, if you're willing to pay for it, I've never heard a bad thing about it outside of the price. And that's PXG. So when we talk PXG, we are talking premium top of the line type stuff that you are going to have to pay for. But if you're going to pay for that, you definitely want some performance. So it's really cool to see that uh, PXG is coming out with some new drivers. They had a prototype one that was kind of going around. Um, that was going around. People were seeing. People were getting their hands on. Kind of, kind of cool. People were um, able to really give them a go before it came out. And really, this uh, new driver, the zero two one one, is the is the culmination of that prototype, right? This is the official version of that prototype. Now, what's interesting about this driver when it comes to um, PXG is that this is actually a very, very inexpensive driver, especially for PXG, right? Now that it's um, a, a lot of people can can um, can afford these now. We're we're talking. I don't want to say cheap because that has a bad term, but we're definitely talking inexpensive. PXG's known for all their crazy weights, and this driver right here does not have all those crazy weights. We're talking a single weight in the back, 0211, the PXG logo prominently on the on the sole. But other than that, this driver's blank. And I gotta tell you, it looks awesome, man. It is it is a beautiful looking club from the bottom. Black, silver, nothing else. I guess you could kind of call this area the the like steel area. I, I would call it maybe gray. I think they're going for black there, but it's uh, kind of a grayish area. Um, overall, pretty cool looking. Like I said, um, very stealthy. PXG has always made good looking clubs. They've just never really been that inexpensive. So there's if they're going to be releasing something, we gotta. We got to come up with a reason why there's a new driver. So some of the technology in this that we are going to see is a new face. So we got TI-412, which according to PXG allows for greater face deflection and it without suffering that deformation. So what will happen a lot of times is you can get something that's really flexible, right, to increase ball speed, but it doesn't last. So you got to make sure that you have something that is soft enough to give you that trampoline effect without being so firm that, or without being so soft that it breaks all the time. And like it was with Callaway, like it's been with Strixon, like it's been with pretty much everybody, the reason why you have that uh, TI-412, the TI-412 um, titanium in there is is simply for more ball speed. Everyone's trying to do it. Everyone wants it. The more ball speed, the better. Right. I literally just got a new driver. I'll do a new updated what's in the back for 2021. Got a new driver. I got the Ping 410. And the reason why I got it, it had the most ball speed. Plain and simple. With a 75 gram shaft, I was producing more ball speed than I was with the TSI or with the TS series or any or the old Strixons. I got more ball speed than a Sim, more than, more than uh, an Epic. I'm not saying that the Ping 410 
uh, G410 is the best driver ever, or even that the 425 is going to be better than it. I'm not saying that at all, but the 410 was the best one for me because of the ball speed. So manufacturers are constantly in in this it, it's it's in this um, in this race for ball speed. So PXG's trying to accomplish that with the variable thickness face and that and that. Uh, that rebound face that they're that they're coming out with. Another thing that they're doing is um, they're kind of they're kind of going a tailor made route here with the hybrid crown construction. So you're going to have a titanium as well as carbon fiber. If you actually look at the top of this driver, you will see the carbon area is actually in the middle of the club and kind of fades out or kind of expands into the back of the club. So it's really narrow, closer to the seam, and then it kind of goes goes further back. We've seen this type of thing done before. We actually saw it one of the first places that I remember seeing a it's it when you see a picture of the PXG, it's pretty obvious that there is a an area there's a seam in the in the crown of the club that looks like it's two separate pieces. And one of the first places I remember seeing this was actually on the Nike Club where the front side was their resin, almost plastic material. And then the back, no, the front was blue and the back was the resin material, was that black resin material. And the concern with that, it, it looked awesome. This looks awesome. It performed well. The problem they had was that after they went out of business, after Nike Golf went out of business, the driver just separated. Like the crown of the club would just come off. Like the whole back end of the club would just literally pop off. So people are out here swinging this club. The, the back end's popping off. They're getting pissed off. And they go, to, they go to Nike. And Nike's like, yeah, we don't do golf clubs anymore. Deal with it, suckers. And people were pissed. And it came to the point where people were like, yeah, just glue it back together with JB Weld. Like, what? But... PXG should still be in business, so you would think that if that does happen for some reason, you'll get a warranty claim. But that's always my concern when I see these two big-time scene in the driver head. When I see that, I just get concerned because I just think back to, I think it was 2015 when all that was happening. So, um, the the two-tone head, or the, the dual, the dual, um, the dual head, uh, composite and, and, uh, titanium those are the reason why you do that is to remove some weight from the crown help you lower that center of gravity um there's a cavity on the bottom of the club i don't know if i mentioned that that mirrors it basically is it, it's it mirrors the carbon fiber on the on the uh, crown so what that says to me is this cavity in the bottom was there to remove weight there right they do that cavity to remove the weight and then if you remove weight on the crown too, and and it goes in the middle of the face and kind of expands back, what they're doing is they're pushing weight to the edges, right? So now we're getting more weight in the toe, more weight in the heel. That's just increasing MOI. Honestly, huge stroke of genius when it comes to increasing the MOI on a club. If you take out all the weight in the middle and you push it to the sides, you get maximum MOI. Well, how do you do that? You take out some material from the bottom. You take... You put lightweight material on top, and you're just pushing that uh, 
that center of gravity low and back, which is exactly what you need when you're trying to make a forgiving driver. Absolutely genius. Love it. Absolutely love it. Great, great job there. Now, another thing that PXG is, is promoting is going to be, um, like I said with the last thing, they're really promoting the MOI on this. So the MOI is the resistance to twisting that a club has when hit off center. And so they are trying to get um, really, really out there with their MOI number. They're looking at 5,200 MOI. The problem when you increase MOI that much is you start spinning and launching it way too high and with way too much spin. And you lose a ton of distance. So what, what they're... I don't know how they're going to combat that necessarily, right? Um, one thing that's going to be a negative about it is going to be the fact that they don't have much adjustability. Like I said, it's pretty cool. It looks nice to just have the one weight in the back. You can change that out for swing weight reasons. But really, that's all you get. That's all you get is that one. So... Um, you do get some hodzel adjustability, which is nice. So you can you can change the loft a little bit, change the lie angle, face angle, things like that. But really, with this driver, what we're looking for is we're looking for max MOI. If you're somebody who uh, just wants to hit the ball as straight as possible and spin and launch aren't a concern for you, maybe you're a guy who launches it too low with too low spin, maybe you can increase your MOI and get those launch characteristics to exactly where you need them to be. So... Another cool little takeaway from this is that the weight that's used in the back of the club is actually the exact same weight that their putters use. So if you're a huge PXG fan and you got the putter and you got and you got the uh, and you got every, and you got all their clubs, you'll be able to change those weights out. They also released some fairway woods. I would love to talk to you about those. Um, I, it's it's the same story as the. As the driver, I, I there's not there's not much more to it. What you're looking at there, the only big difference is they've kind of copied the baffler rails from the um, from Cobra, but overall not not anything that's insultingly copyright infringement. And the third thing I wanted to talk to you guys about today before I let you go was the Sim Two Fairway Woods hybrids and irons that came out. So it looks like this year we are going to get a couple of different fairway woods from TaylorMade. So this year we appear to be getting a max fairway wood, which does not offer any adjustability at all. Doesn't look like it it offers um, any kind of hosel adjustability, no movable weights, anything like that. Um, has the speed pocket. They've decided to keep the V-Steel sole, so it's uh, that popular trend from forever ago. And then they brought it back last year. They're, they're keeping it this year. So that's pretty cool. And then they are doing a titanium fairway wood. Titanium fairway wood sound awesome. Titanium face on those. Same V-Steel. The biggest difference with that and the Max is you do get a um, weight in the, in the back of the club head that is changeable. So you can actually change the, the whole Sim 2 weight. Um, you can get lighter, you can get heavier uh, V-Steel plates for that, it appears. And you also will get some um, hosel adjustability. Now, some other differences. 
there's this carbon fiber area on the back of the SIM2 Max that is uh, just on the back. What that does is that's going to push weight a little bit forward, um, but it, it it's and, and pushes it a little bit towards the middle, helps you lower that spin, lower launch with the higher loft. You may want to do that. But what's interesting is on the SIM2 Titanium, this is clearly going to be for better players. And that carbon fiber, that carbon weave area that you see on the um, on this on the Sim Max is actually goes much further, much further towards the face, and will actually help push weight forward and help lower spin. The other interesting thing about this is the speed pocket is much thicker and doesn't appear to be as as long as the sim max one is so really this titanium is going to be for the better player they want to give you max they want to give you the max amount of uh, deflection from the face with that speed pocket as possible with the titanium so it's thicker but they're not giving you that speed pocket out towards the toe and out towards the heel like the max does because if you're a good player, obviously you're going to be hitting it in the middle of the face. You don't quite need those ball speed gains out on the toe and the heel. We also have the Sim 2 Max uh, Hybrid. Um, Rescue, as TaylorMade likes to call it. Same kind of story as the... Um, same kind of story as the Fairway Wood. No hosel adjustability. Speed frame goes from toe to heel. A uh, little bit of carbon fiber down here. A lot more carbon fiber out towards the toe, which leads me to believe that the weight's down towards the heel. There's more more steel down towards the heel, help you turn it over a little bit. Uh, that's going to be the highest launch, highest spinning hybrid that you have. Then we are going with the Sim 2 Rescue. So you will get an adjustable hosel with this. So that's pretty nice. And you have a changeable weight on it as well. It really reminds me of the uh, TaylorMade Rescues that came out, hell, I want to say 2012, 2013, something in that range, maybe 14. Um, I know the R15 kind of looked like this as well. That adjustable hosel, really nice, compact looking hybrid. Um, it'll be it'll be cool to see what the adjustability is. One of the big knocks on hybrids is the fact that they tend to go left for a lot of people. And so if we can get a hybrid that actually allows some adjustability to make the the club go flatter so that it doesn't quite have that hook tendency that hybrids sometimes do will be a huge win for some people. And then finally we have the Sim 2 Max. Uh, this is obviously going to be a very forgiving Max MOI Ironhead. It's interesting that it is being added to the USGA list before... Any other Sim 2 Tour heads or anything like that are. And so what that leads me to believe is that somebody's using it as a driving iron in Hawaii this week. So pretty cool to see that. Uh, we do get some carbon fiber down at the bottom of the club head. Actually, it's at the top of the club head, uh, up towards the top of it. But at the picture, when looking at the back of it, it's at the bottom. But it's actually up towards the top line. So um, the reinforced bar that they have that they use to kind of connect the face the last couple of years. That stays. The carbon fiber's there. Um, what's interesting is they have actually, I don't know if you ever noticed this, but TaylorMade's hosels had this kind of fluted look to them they, where they kind of took some weight out there 
and did that. Looks like they redesigned that. Um, I may not. I just may not be that familiar with the Sim 2 irons and what they looked like in terms of the fluted hosels, but it looks like they completely redid that. It's going to be interesting to see what they talk about with that. So um, overall, it was an exciting week in terms of golf clubs. We got new stuff from pretty much everybody. I think we've seen everybody's new stuff now. Companies, uh, Callaway and TaylorMade, are starting to put out their teasers, which are kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, if, if you are in the market for new golf clubs, now is the time. I would, I would uh, be pretty excited if I were you. Now, as I wrap up, there's a couple of things I want to touch on. First off, I want to thank you so much for listening. I actually logged into my la- to my the the website that hosts my podcast and I was looking around my statistics and I know this doesn't sound like much but it's a lot to me. I've had 140 unique downloads. So that means 140 times somebody has downloaded this podcast and listened to my thoughts on what the new stuff is going to look like, what it's going to be. Are we excited about it? You guys have listened to some cool interviews that I did with a couple of with a couple of guys. So I want to I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for for doing that. Now, one of my one of my quote New Year's resolutions. I hate those things, but but we but the first of the year was a great place to start. One of my New Year's resolutions was to become one of the top names in golf media in terms of golf equipment. It's something I'm passionate about. It's something I love a ton, and I I'm not somebody who loves to beg for followers. Somebody who wants to. Um, Tell you to smash the like button and like and subscribe and do like that. I know I've done it in the past. It's not something I love to do. But what I ask to really build this thing into something where you can get awesome information, where I will keep it straight with you, where I will keep it real, where I will tell you everything I think, everything I see. All I ask is that you share this show. This episode right here, or any of my other episodes, maybe one of my interviews, I ask you to share it with one person you know who likes to golf. If you can do that, and that doubles my listeners, and then they tell one person, and then they tell one person, I would love it if you would do that. I would also love it and appreciate it greatly if you would just go to my Apple my uh, Apple podcast page, or wherever you get this podcast, whether it's on um, Spotify, whether it's on Apple, um, Apple podcast in iTunes, whether you get it from, um, I, I radio, whether you get it from tune in radio, where do you get it from pocket cast? I don't care where you get it. I just ask that you give it five stars. I ask that you leave a review, tell everybody how great this is. And finally, the last thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to, Go to my go to my social media pages. You can find me if you search the Green Fee on Twitter. Uh, I am at the Green Fee One. If you go to Instagram and you search the Green Fee, I am on there. If you search at the Green Fee on Facebook in the search bar, like me there. If you find me on YouTube, search the Green Fee. I got a really cool golf equipment 101 series that I worked pretty hard on. It may not seem it when you see the videos. May not seem like I worked pretty hard on that. But if you have a friend who's new to golf and doesn't know what the hell they're talking about, couldn't tell you the difference between a putter and a driver, send them there. I don't want people to get screwed when they go to golf stores. I want to help you out. Please send me questions. Like and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you very much for your time. 
If I can answer any questions about anything, find me on social everywhere I mentioned. I would love to talk to you about any golf equipment questions that you have, any problems, and anything I can do to help. I would love to do it. So again, I want to thank you very much for listening. Hit them straight. Have a great day. We'll